0: Let's pray. Lord, we thank you today. Thank you, Father, that you are faithful, Lord. Thank you, God, that you are just good to us. Always watching out for us, always caring for us, Lord. Always near to us, Lord. Always promising your presence to us, Lord. Father, we thank you today, God. And we give you the praise, the glory, the honor today, Father. And Lord, today we just pray that, God, you would give us ears to hear the Spirit, Lord. Let us not rest on ourselves, Lord. Let us not depend on our own resources, but may, God, we depend on you today, Lord. May we trust in you today, Father. May we find, Lord, your working in our midst, Lord, and may we join to it, God. Lord, we pray, let the Word of God just guide us in the right path today. Help us, Father, to show us, Lord, the way we ought to go. And Lord, we thank you this morning. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So good to have you here this morning. We want to welcome you again. And thank you for being here today. Such a joy to always see, with you, see you and worship alongside of you. This morning, I want to share with you uh, a scripture here that talks about a story that Paul went through and Paul had an experience in his life and he endured some trouble in his life. Haven't we all, right? He had a little situation that came up as often it would come up in his life where he was trying to do what he knew what he was supposed to do, but yet it caused him some problems, caused him some conflict. And the Bible says in Philippians chapter one, as Paul was talking about his trouble, he says, Now, I want you to know, brothers, that what has happened to me has really served to advance the gospel. And this is the NIV. He says, As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. And because of my chains, most of the brothers in the Lord have been encouraged to speak the word of God more courageously and fearlessly. I love how Paul kind of takes a moment here to talk about what his chains have done. And you know, it's easy when life gets difficult, and it's easy when things become troublesome in life, when we face afflictions and sufferings and problems, and even whenever we're doing everything right, we're supposed to do. It's easy to just kind of settle there and give up. But Paul decided to make it different that even though he had been arrested for the gospel's sake and even though he was in prison and even though he had a mandate to preach the gospel and he knew that this gospel was to go all across the earth, he made a, a point of mind to say that because of my chains, because of my difficulty. Because of my imprisonment, my, my affliction, whatever it may be, most of the brothers in the Lord have been encouraged to speak the word of God more courageously and fearlessly. This morning I want to talk to you about let us run. Let us run. You know, when you talk, look at Paul's situation here, and here he is in prison, it, you would think that this guy is not going to do anything for the rest of his life. You would think that because of his situation, you would think the chains, the imprisonment, the affliction, the suffering, the beatings that he would take, you would think this is the end of it. This is all that Paul's ministry is going to amount to. This is where it comes to an end. But Paul turned it around and said that it was because of that, because of my chains, it has caused to really, as he says, to advance the gospel. He said it in such a way that says that what has happened to me, it looked like this, but really it served to advance the gospel. Sometimes there are things in life that cause us to get tired, to get weary, to get, suffer a little bit, to be might, might be afflicted. There might be seasons of life that are like trials, like what we're going through as a global world. There might be things in our life that feel like heavy chains on us. It might feel like a weight. It might feel like it's slowing us down and keeping us from accomplishing all of God's purpose for our lives. But Paul made a point of mind and said that it's because of that that the people have heard of the Word of God. They've been encouraged. And you know, sometimes that is the way that it is. Is that it takes a little trouble in our life, a little bit of situation here, a little affliction there that causes the gospel to really advance. And I'm not talking about the maybe neighbor sharing. It's the type of situation that when you're going through affliction, it's the type of thing you step back and you look. Wow, God did something. God made a miracle. God worked on behalf. And the Bible talks about this as he tells the Galatian church. He tells them in Galatians chapter 5, he tells them, you were running well. You were running well. Who hindered you? And it's a question that I think happens to a lot of us, is that we get in this thing called the Christian life, and we begin to run, 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 and then a little chains, A little problem here. A little situation here. A little storm over there. A little chaos here. And then it hinders us. And Paul goes on to tell the church at Galatia, he says, Such persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. That type of mindset, Paul says, it doesn't come from the one who calls us, God. It's a mindset of the earth. It's a mindset of man. It's a mindset that when things get difficult, we want to slow down. We want to kind of begin to hinder a little bit. But Paul made a matter-of-fact statement that because of my chains, because of my problem, they have been encouraged. It could it be that God uses the difficult time in our lives. Could it be that God is just so creative and wonderful and majestic in all of His ways that He turns what seems to be like a great tragedy into a glory for Him? Could it be that what God is doing through the weights that are upon our lives and the things that want to cause us to slow down, could it be that God wants to use that to advance the gospel? Could it be that that's part of God's plan all along? Could it be that God has to get us in a place where it sometimes looks a little difficult, a little bit challenging, in order that His power and might and strength might be discovered? Could it be that because of our chains, Others have been encouraged to be courageous. Could it be that others have been encouraged to stand fast, to hold on, to endure to the end? Sometimes it's easy when it feels like all the weight of everything is happening upon us. It's easy to discount what God is doing in the moment. It's easy to cast it aside and think, well, God doesn't love me, God's angry at me, God is not hearing me. All of the things that go through our mind, we begin to make up a list of excuses towards God. But could it be that sometimes God takes us to the places of even what Paul is experiencing here, imprisonment, chains, he's chained up for the gospel's sake. But it could it be that that's the very place where you and I are meant to encounter God It's one thing we we know about God on the mountain, and we can worship Him freely and happy, and there's just this lightheartedness and, and just swaying and moving. There's just this freeness. But sometimes it takes a little bit of difficulty. It takes a little bit of problem. It takes a little bit of situation so that we can encounter the God whom we worship is the same God who's on the mountain, and that we might encourage others with that story, that our story and our problem is not in vain, this is what Joseph told his brothers after they had put him in, uh, put him in a pit and given him away. All of this, he, he came to them later on and said, don't worry about that. What was meant for evil, God has intended it for good now. What you thought you were doing to hurt me, God has actually used it to prosper me. What you were doing and you thought was to destroy me, God was using it to encourage others. That's the Genesis 50-20 perspective. And it shows us that sometimes in life, All of the things that would would want to come against us. We're running in this race. The Christian life is an uphill battle. It is fighting against everything that wants you to be discouraged or dismayed. Sometimes we need the encouragement that it's my chains for His glory. It's my suffering for His honor. It's what is going on in my difficulty that glorifies God. It could be said that the glory of the Bible is the suffering of Jesus Christ on the cross, the Son of God. But out of such suffering came the gospel, came the beauty, salvation, and forgiveness. And if, Jesus, and if God could use the cross of Jesus Christ to minister to millions of people forevermore, how could God use my little trouble for His glory? How could God use my chains to honor Him, to encourage someone else? Hebrews said it this way in in response to Paul's question. In Hebrews chapter 12, he says, Let us run. Let us run. When he's talking about we've been surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us run this race with perseverance. The Christian life is a race. It's a marathon. I just met a guy yesterday. He told me me he he runs marathons. He's ran seven marathons in his life. And I can just imagine when you're in that marathon, you're getting to that kind of point where you're close to the end, but you're still a little far off, you know what I mean? Like that three-quarter way. And there's something about when you're running, you're running, and you just feel like, oh, am I going to make it? Am I going to be able to go? Am I going to endure to the end? Am I going to be able to press on and hold on to the Lord? Am I going to make it and encourage my family? Is is everything going to be okay? But the Bible shows us in Hebrews chapter 11, when he's talking about all the people, all their sufferings, all the things that they've gone through. He says, let us run. Let us run. And so my question to you this morning is, who has hindered your running? Who has slowed you down? What has slowed you down? What has caused you to stumble a little bit in your race? Were you running at one speed at one time, but maybe a little problem, a little difficulty has caused you to slow down a little bit, has hindered your run for the Lord? Paul made it a matter of fact that he was going to run the race. He told told Timothy in, in 2 Timothy, his last letter from prison, as once again, he's writing from a jail cell, he's writing from a place of imprisonment, he tells Timothy in his final words, I have finished the race. The most important thing that you and I, God is calling us to do, is finish the race. That's the most important thing God is calling us to do, is to finish, is to finish, not give up. Not throw in the towel, not say, I'm done here, this is it for me, Uh, forget this thing about God. What is this? He's not really showing me. that's, That's talk of the enemy, that's sowing seeds of doubt. The Bible shows us that if we will run the race, as Paul says in Hebrews chapter, or the writer says in Hebrews 12, let us run with perseverance looking to Jesus. If Jesus could endure the cross for you and I, you and I should ought to endure the chains that God wants to use for His glory. All for the glory of God. Second Corinthians chapter 4 uses this interesting language. He uses a phrase that is a phrase I think is lost on us in the English language. He says, therefore, since it is by God's mercy that we are engaged in this ministry, we do not lose heart. We do not lose heart. That's a phrase that is a little bit hard for us to understand today because it's not a phrase we use frequently, but really it could probably be related to the fact of maybe a statement like don't throw in the towel. Don't give up. He says it once more again and he says, so we do not lose heart. And even though our outer nature is wasting away, our inner nature is being renewed day by day for this slight momentary Affliction is preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond all measure. Can you imagine for a moment that you try to measure the glory, the presence, and the might of God as he's trying to describe here? It's preparing us, the Bible says. It's slight. It's momentary. It's preparing us for an eternal weight of glory beyond us. The truth is, is that you and I, in this race of Jesus Christ, of following the Lord, we need the encouragement to not lose heart. Don't give up. Don't faint. The greatest discouragement today that I see in our world is how many people have given up on the Lord. How this pandemic, God somehow just found a way, or how the the enemy just somehow found a way to use this pandemic to cause some people to give up. It was the difficulty, it was the trouble of it all, or maybe it was some situation in life that caused all of us to just maybe lose heart a little bit. But God is calling us and you and I today to let us run. Let us run. The type of running that isn't hindered. The type of running that doesn't matter the chains, it doesn't matter the affliction, the type of running that says all for Jesus I'm in and I will run the race with endurance. I will endure, I will press on until the end. Galatians chapter 6 says it this way, that if you... Sow to the Spirit you will reap eternal life from the Spirit, so let us not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap at harvest time if we don't give up. So then, whenever we have an opportunity, let us work for the good of all and especially for those of the family of faith. The hard part is is that when you're sowing and sowing and giving and giving and you don't see the reward, you don't see the reaping from your sowing, you begin to grow disheartened and grow faint. But Paul encourages the church there that if you will just keep being faithful in that, keep sowing to the Spirit, keep running the race, you will reap at harvest time. You will reap at harvest time. The other day I was praying. And I felt like the Lord put this impressed in my mind, the scripture here, that if you let us not grow weary in doing what is right, for we will reap at harvest time if we don't give up. And in my mind as I was praying, I began to think about people who I just began to feel weighted for and heavy for, who they've been faithfully serving the Lord for years and years and given their hearts and ministries and their lives to the Lord, but they haven't seen a harvest they haven't seen the reward of their efforts. And there's this little piece that causes us to grow a little faint hearted. It says, I wonder if I'm making a difference. I wonder if what I'm doing, God is using it for His glory. But if you'll remember, it was Paul who said, Because of my chains, What Paul was going through looked like God couldn't use that for his glory. It looked like God couldn't use it to advance the gospel. It looked like it wasn't going to be. But he continued to be faithful and continued to sow. And can I tell you today that they reaped their harvest? They reaped their harvest. You and I are are evidence of that. That they continued to sow to the Spirit. Here's the gospel sitting in front of you and I today. Somebody continued to sow and sow and sow and they reaped their harvest. And can I just encourage you this morning? Let us run. Let us run. Habakkuk said it this way. Write the vision and make it plain and run with it. Whatever God has put it in your heart to do, run with it. Don't let anything stop you. Don't let any chaos, trouble, situation, whatever God has called you to do, run with it. Let us run. Keep persevering. Keep enduring. The greatest thing that you and I are going to have to be, as I said, is we're going to have to finish. And when we finished, the great thing is that when you come running through that finish line, We're not going to make it by a wing and a prayer. That's not my my prayer. My prayer is that we make it full force, running, running, running with all of our heart, mind, soul, and strength, running after the Lord, and then you and I will stand before the Lord who will say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. You see, to run requires us to be faithful. To run requires us to continue serving the Lord no matter what. Could it be that God wants to use your chains for his glory? Could it be that God is just want to encourage you this morning? Keep running. Keep running. Keep persevering. Keep enduring. Don't let anything stop you. Keep pressing on to the Lord. I want you to stand with me this morning. Let us run. Let us run. Would you close your eyes with me just right where you're at this morning? let us not grow weary in doing what is right. This morning, if you feel weary today, you feel like there's a burden on you, you're feeling tired in the faith, spiritually speaking, we're talking about. This morning, I wanna pray for you. And I just wanna pray that God would give you and I a heart to keep running. Let us run. You and I have great examples to look to throughout scripture. People who had problems, difficulties, worse than us today. But somehow they continued to make it. Somehow they had their mind made up that they were going to keep going. And you know what it was? It was, the Bible says this, is that they had their eyes on Jesus. Their eyes were fixed on the one who called them, who appointed them. And this is what Jesus did with Peter. After Peter had messed up and made a problem in his life, he made a mistake in his life, Jesus came to Peter before he was getting ready to set him up and call him and use him again. He said, Peter, do you love me? Peter said, of course, Lord, I love you. Feed my sheep. Then he asked him again, Peter, do you love me? Feed my sheep. Peter got frustrated at that time. Of course, Lord, you know I love you. Peter do you love me feed my sheep because the truth is is that when we're doing the work of the Lord the thing that will dismay us the most is a lack of a love for the Lord and that's what Peter was missing and so when God called him and began to set him up to be used for the rest of his life the thing that he called his attention to was loving Jesus you can feed my sheep but you got to love me Peter You're going to do great things for me. You're going to help people. They're going to be encouraged by your story. But do you love me? Because the thing that will sustain us the most in life is a pure and authentic love for Jesus. And this morning, can I just encourage you, if you're feeling weary, that God would just give you a fresh love for Him that would help you endure. Because when you love Jesus and He's the affection of your soul, nothing can stop you. When you love Jesus with all of your heart, it doesn't matter. It can be a wind, it can be a storm, it can be chains, it can be a prison. I'm just going to keep serving Jesus because I love Him. This morning you're feeling weary. Would you just raise your hand right where you're at this morning? Feeling just, I need God's strength. That was for me today. I need God's encouragement. I want to pray for you today. I want to pray, God, just give you supernatural strength to endure to run this race with perseverance to not grow faint and so as we pray this morning would you just call the Lord this morning call to him Lord today we need you and father today I I feel the weariness of my brothers and sisters maybe life has called them to just slow down a little bit and this morning we pray today God Lord that you would help us run father Run, run, run after you, Lord, with all of our heart. Nothing dismaying us, nothing slowing us down, Father, but that we would pursue after you, God. I pray, Father, that you would give us a fresh love like Peter had. Like he had to get right, Lord, that if we're going to do the work of God, we need a love for God. And so, Lord, today I pray, impart into us a fresh love for you because a true love for you, Lord, will sustain us when everything else is going wrong. When we love you, we'll cry to you, we'll run to you, we'll come to you. So, Lord, give us a fresh love for you today, Lord. Let us run, God. Use our chains, as Paul said, for your glory. Let the gospel advance. Let others be encouraged, Lord. May their strength come, Father. Lord, today we just pray, impart strength today, Lord. Let impart new strength to us today, Father. Lord, let us mount up on wings like eagles, Lord. Let us not walk, let us run, Father God. Give us strength today, Lord. Impart health, grace to us this morning, and strength today, Lord we need you Father, we need you this morning, guide us today, if you need the Lord in your life this morning, whatever you're going through, oh God is no respecter of persons, meaning God doesn't, it doesn't matter to the Lord, if you'll just call to him, you'll just trust him, call to him this morning, Lord I need you, I need you Father, help me today, Whatever it might be, maybe you need got a relationship with the Lord. Just call to Him this morning. Just open up your heart to Him and tell Him how much you need Him. God hears everyone who calls to Him. Just call this morning. As we sing this morning, just pray today. Ask the Lord, give us a fresh love. Help us to run, Father, and not grow weary, Lord.